like the USB connector talk, which would have well, I mean, like preamble. It's so pointless. It's just it's so weird that like I just bought a new microphone and it's got like a fucking obsolete USB port on it. I just <laughs> I thought that was really weird. Besides that, it's a great microphone. So far, I have got few complaints about it. It is way more sensitive than what I'm used to, so it, like it's picking up a lot more stuff. I'm yeah. having to be a little bit more careful about what you're doing in the background and yeah yeah gotta mute yourself when you're farting and shit well no this is more that i gotta cut more of both of us now than you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like grunting and sniffing into the microphone it's very like yeah it picks (laughs) up everything and i'm sure it's coming across in the edit as i miss big chunks of that kind of stuff as i'm like oh can we just get this over with please what are we doing here (laughs) anyway welcome back to dance robot dance this is episode 275 uh i'm mark i'm here with tim Happy Halloween, everybody. You were probably listening to this after Halloween, but and happy birthday, Mark. Thank you. Yeah, well, that's, that's a couple days ago, so. Yeah, you entered the old person club with me now. Yeah, we can forget that uh, I exist now, so that's fine. That's perfect. You're still in the demo. That's true. Like, yeah, I got a couple more 45? years. 45, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a couple more years in the demo. Yay, great. <laughs> we're extending Halloween by a week, technically, I guess this week, because fuck it. That's kind of what I wrote in my notes. Yeah, that's what we're doing, right? Yeah, I'll get this out at some point this week, but you know, it'll probably be after Halloween. It will, yes, it will definitely be after Halloween. Uh, Hopefully, probably just like a day after Halloween. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so because we didn't have anything else to review, so we watched Evil Dead too. So it's good times. But let's uh, let's start with the news. First thing, there's a movie that we were talking about last week that uh, got a sequel. This is a little movie (laughs) uh, that that got its sequel. So you. Dune drones can all stop bleeding now, please. <laughs> You're getting what you want. The spice will continue to flow. Apparently, it'll happen in October 2023. Yep. Tim yeah. will have more information for you than I care about. <laughs> there isn't much more information than that. It's basically no. Legendary just finally came out and said, yeah, we're going to make the next one. They did not specifically say that part two is going to conclude the first book. That seems to be what Vinav wants to do. And then it sounds like he's been doing some interviews that say, like, if he had his druthers kind of thing, he would film a third movie that would cover Dune Messiah, which it's been a long time since I've read Dune Messiah. But like the impression that, that I that Dune Messiah left we met, me with was like, I don't really need this part of the story. But I don't know. There are other people that like really like Dune Messiah. So whatever. I'm sad that he's going to be doing these movies for the next decade now. That's <laughs> that's that doesn't work to my advantage. I mean, I but all right, would have fucking like let him keep making Blade, Blade Runner movies too. But yeah, you and me both, brother. That's uh, <laughs> kind of what I was hinting at. I'm glad. He, I mean, I'm glad for all the Dune fans. Y'all are getting your Dune really movies. Cool. I like. Hey, I like the Rival too. I liked everything. He like Sicario was excellent. Also, like that was a really fantastic crime I movie. I didn't see Sicario. Oh man, it's, there's a breach and clear. Uh, scene on a bridge like going across the Mexican border it's like the mm-hmm. most fucking tense I've ever been in a movie theater my entire life like the old Ferris Bueller line about putting a lump of coal up your ass and get a diamond well, <laughs> you don't need two weeks in that scene you need those two minutes and you could have a fucking diamond it's insanely tense <laughs> that I highly recommend Sicario anybody who hasn't seen it if you're looking for more uh, Villeneuve's work quite talented guy either way Canadian French yeah, he is French Canadian from Montreal or thereabouts I don't want to talk about Facebook. We should all delete our accounts. I don't know what Meta is. It just sounds evil. It just sounded like the Borg doing terrible commercials at that point. So it's I was just, just another case where like Facebook is like 
fucking a decade behind the times, right? Because like we were all talking about like meta fiction and meta horror and like meta, you know, genres and stuff like that, like fucking ten years ago. And now like Zuckerberg is like, this sounds like something I would like to make a part of my company. I'm, I'll just be glad when it's done. I'm so sick of hearing about Facebook. Like, I'm just tired of it. That's why it's like, just delete your account. Don't talk about it. I don't know. I just I have such a love hate relationship with Facebook. <sighs> see, I just have a straight up hate. I just can't stand it. But either way, <laughs> we've started to see reviews coming out for Eternals, and they are mediocre at best. So it is currently the lowest, lowest rated, rated MCU? MCU movie in the yeah on Rotten Tomatoes. Go, okay, like so it's below. Yeah, it's below, it's below Thor The Dark World. Okay, because it wasn't below Thor The Dark World when I checked earlier. And I was like, oh, I wonder if it's going to get there tonight before we record. Cause... It's probably going to hover back and forth. Like, yeah. you know, the, there'll be more reviewers that are putting out their, their reviews and stuff like that. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, it is destined to be like, in terms of reviews, like bottom of the pack MCU movie. So I think it's going to be super divisive. Like there are going to be people that are going into it looking for your standard mcu like formula movie and then i don't think it's gonna be that yeah i mean like i'm i'm in one way or the other like it's got the marvel logo at the top of it i watched fucking venom you know what i mean (laughs) like after that there's very little that's gonna turn me off and i don't hate Thor the dark world either you know what i mean like it's not a incompetently made movie it's just like it it's there so if this movie's just there they can you know I think we owe them a mulligan every once in a while when they're banging out of the park most of the time. So like, And the thing is, if this totally fucking flops, it's very much... I mean, I'm sure it will have ties to the larger MCU, but it is like very much sort of its own thing compartmentalized. Yeah. So like, it's going to be easy enough, I think. You know, Obviously, we'll see when it comes out, but I think it's going to be easy enough for people just to kind of ignore its existence if yeah. it's you know just very much something that people don't want part of their their you know headcanon mcu kind of thing in humans like that just yeah. remember how quickly that got swept under the fucking rug and that was everybody's pet project for a long time that was brutal mm-hmm. that was a season of tv that i'll never watch again so thankfully mm-hmm. there is that we got tons and tons of trailers this week like just a mountain like a pile of trailers i did not watch any of the fucking trailers that came out this week full disclosure because most of them are shit i don't care about so I think all of them said I don't care. It, like uh, I watched a couple of them. Yeah, that, and that's the, the problem, right? For me, was that, like I don't really care about much of this. So there was a trailer for Witcher season two. Don't care. I watched the, the trailer for Cowboy Bebop just to see what it was because people were bitching about it. Still don't care. Yeah, I'm watching it right now, and like it looks. I like the noir feel to it, but I yeah. still like have no investment whatsoever in this nope. fucking property. Lightyear. So that Buzz Lightyear. That thing. That movie just weirds me out. I don't even know what to think about that movie. Wheel Which of one? Time, the Lightyear one, the oh fuck that, the Buzz Lightyear thing with Chris yeah. Evans. I was like, I don't know what to think about that movie, and I, <laughs> whatever. I'm not a big Toy Story guy, one way or the other, so it doesn't really matter. There was a Wheel of Time trailer. I absolutely do not care about that whatsoever. Nope. There was another Hawkeye trailer, which was just kind of like it's coming, and it's like maybe two weeks away. So what's the point at this point? Yeah, exactly. And then He Man, season two of He Man, got a trailer. Well, so, the second half of the first season, oh, sorry, right? Yeah, like the second, I, yeah, yeah, it's sorry, a mid-season whatever. fucking trailer. <laughs> oh, yeah. So like that's, and then uh, the only other news that was like part of that was that there's those those South Park movies that we were talking about. Two of them are going to happen this year. So there you go. A bunch of trailers that nobody gives a shit about. Anyway, or at least that we don't care about. Next thing, John Wick is fulfilling James Bond's promise. 
Uh, Anna de Armas <laughs> has signed up to, or is looking to sign up to be in this ballerina John Wick spinoff movie, where she would has be she like been any of the other movies. Or no, is this t- so this would be a totally new character. Yeah, which okay. fine. Just like leaving it like you would think the Bond people would have like maybe tied her up to do some movies with that other character, but no. Let's let the John Wick guys just grab her and do that. Just leave money on the table, boys. Leave money on the table. Anyway, Brendan Fraser joins DC's Batgirl cast as an unknown villain. The rumors are Firefly, which is exciting because it would be cool to see yeah. Firefly just do something. Yeah. Yeah. To do, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm just glad that they're kind of branching out and not using like the same six or seven fucking Batman villains over and over yeah. and over again. Well, also, like, I was just like, that was part of my, my big gripe about the Batman trailer. I'm like, this is just. Like, it's just Batman Forever and Batman and Returns villains, and we're just doing this again. Like, it's the same villains we always get. It's like, it's it's the same villains we talked about when we did all those movies. It's exactly the same villains over and over and over again. Can we have new villains already? And, yeah, like... Give us a fucking, like, live-action Hush movie, not that fucking shitty fucking animated Hush that we got that was like, oh, by the way, we're gonna change everything about the story that you liked. Yeah, but like, I, like Firefly is cool. Like that's a different kind of villain to do. Like that's why I was so excited with like art when I when I went nuts about Arkham Knight because the Scarecrow is the main villain. Or like even yeah, you mentioned Scarecrow being the main villain in the current, and that's probably like well, that's almost yeah, like a fifth week special, state. right, or whatever for them right now. Yeah, like it's kind of like the extra story for this year, and it's a big Scarecrow story, right? Like that's this this quarter's crossover or whatever is Scarecrow yeah, crossover across like a bunch of the bad books. Which is cool uh, when they use different characters that aren't just the Joker, the Riddler, or Two Face. I guess yeah. Rachel Ghoul. They use Rachel Ghoul a lot these days because of the kid. Eh? They've given him a break the last couple of years or so. He still pops up here and there, but not not like in like big, not as like he's the big main villain in the story kind of thing. It's they've been overusing Bane lately. I feel like is what they've really been doing. Yeah, he's that's true. Now. Bane's been yeah. back. Ray, they killed Bane. Ugh. Yeah, gonna bring that, him back. Age. Bane's a good character. Leave Bane there. Yeah, and that A Day like Arkham Asylum thing that happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Whatever. That's weird. I mean, he'll be back, obviously. You can't kill somebody who's got that much venom in their system, especially not in a comic book universe. <laughs> I don't even know why they bother killing anybody in these things anymore. <laughs> well, they've replaced nothing. him with like a female Bane right now that I, I can't remember who it is, though. Like who's who's under the mask. Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't read any of that, so I don't know. And then more casting. Actually, you know what? We'll stay on the DC side of the street right now. Apparently, two Aquaman-related stories. One is that the set has had to be shut down this week because dude has COVID. It was on Twitter today. Momoa has COVID? Jason Momoa got COVID on the Dune press tour. Oh, shit. And they had to shut down the production of Aquaman 2. I didn't see that. That's uh, that's it. It was on Twitter like just this afternoon. I was like, that's too bad. Coming like also attached to that, there was a story this week about James Wan the uh, the trench movie that we all kind of were like had our eyebrows up about that got canceled. Like what the fuck? Why are they doing that? (laughs) It was his stealth way of making a Black Manta movie apparently, and I was like, oh, that makes more sense actually than just like saying we're going to make a horror movie about this weird trench. Say you're making a Black Manta movie, and everybody would gotten excited and been like, oh yeah, yeah, we could use that actually. Because he was in that movie for 13 seconds and was the cool part of it, but then disappeared from the movie. He yeah. Black- for, for those that don't remember, it was uh, Yaya Abdul Mateen II that played yeah. Black Manta, who is now like getting mad press and mad props for Candyman. Yeah, it was excellent, Candyman. And yeah, yeah. So they should have probably done something with. Uh, anyway, there's that story again, right? <laughs> 
But I think Black Manta is probably, or it sounds like, is going to be back in he's uh, in two, the yeah. Lost Kingdom. So we'll we'll still get to see more of that character. That's cool. Literally, the last news story I had is that uh, Bill Murray is either in Ant Man three. <laughs> Or, or he's not. fucking around with Gerber Press and we're not sure. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, even when I see like it's confirmed that he's in there, and I've seen it in a couple spots that it's confirmed, I'm like, it's Bill Murray, and therefore it's never confirmed. Yeah, but exactly. I'm extremely interested in Bill Murray just randomly appearing in like the MCU in Ant-Man 3 of all things. Yeah, in a Peyton Reed fucking MCU movie, yeah. I, what the fuck is going on in the world? Like, Bill Murray. Well, I mean, maybe we might already be getting to see a little bit of Paul Rudd and Bill Murray back and forth in in Afterlife. We'll see about yeah. that. Oh, I would, but, I would, uh, fuck, I hope so. God damn. <laughs> I hope Bill came to play this time. You know what I mean? As opposed to whatever he did last time. You remember what he did last time? I'm gonna yeah. sit for this scene. Like really? Exactly. You're gonna you're gonna sit? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'll like I'll watch it because Bill. I'll watch. I mean, I'm, I'm going to see Ant Man three. Clearly, yeah. first of all, Kang's going to be in there, and I want to see that. Yeah. And give me some bonus Bill Murray. All right, <laughs> like I guess so. It'll just be interesting. I mean, I guess he would. It'll either be like a cameo, or he'll be like in a support role or something like that. Because like we already have a villain in that movie, right? Like we've got Kang in there, so you know they're not going to make Bill Murray the villain. Are they going to make him like you know part of the Ant Man team or whatever? I don't know. We'll see. I just assume it's like a, a walk on, like a cameo. Like he, it's like almost yeah. like a Stan Lee kind of thing. You just have him do like the the walk by, basically. He's, well, he's like when, in the interview, Murray. what do you said, have him like, do? Yeah, in the like, interview, he's almost he's... too recognizable to do shit anymore. You know what I mean? Like he stands out. Like when he and then shows everybody up, and... does the like Leo DiCaprio, like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like, oh, it's the guy. It's the guy. It's fucking the Yeah, exactly. Right, <laughs> the cigarette hang out of your mouth the whole yeah, exactly. bit. Exactly. Fucking a, you know. I want to live in a Tarantino movie too, Tim. You know, like I'm right there with you, buddy. What are we? I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Oh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. I mean, fuck. I hope he shows up then. Although, also, you know what? I kind of hope he's fucking with German press also. Like, I don't really know what I like one way or the other. I don't care. I kind of, we win either way, basically, because we get to report on Bill Murray doing wacky shit, which is always, which is just a win. What, always. always a win for me. So that's awesome. Uh, that was all the news I had picked up for this week. It was a pretty sparse week. Yeah. The only other thing I had was that the Star Trek Prodigy premiered. I didn't watch it. Oh, I did. I don't know if you watch it. Yeah. It was fine. It's a kid's show. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's like, it's actually kind of well-made. It's not Lower Decks. I still rec- I still think like if you're going for a modern Trek show and you're like a grown-up, Lower Decks is the one you want. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, you know. If there's four, three seasons of Discovery, they haven't quite got there yet. But Lower Decks. Come on, Strange New World. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> one can hope. Um, yeah, no, Prodigy was. I like. I, I'll watch it. I'm going to be watching it. I even got a little nostalgic when I heard Catherine or uh, Kate Mulgrew's voice. Yeah. At the end of it, so I was like, "All right, I'm on board. We'll see how this goes. I'll watch a couple episodes, a couple more anyway." Cool. We can uh, move on to Geek of the Week. Geek of the week. So this is the segment where we tell each other the nerdiest thing we've done this week. Tim, what's the nerdiest thing you did this week? For me, last night I we went out and did like our first Toronto haunted houses. Uh, we went out. Alicia and I went out with a couple of my cousins to and cousin in law uh, to Screamers, which I think used to be down 
uh, like along somewhere along the Gardner, kind of like the west west side of Toronto. Um, Screamers but, but also used to be is the name of one that used to be in the Falls too. So I don't yeah, know. the Screamers up here is S C R E E, and then I think the Screamers that's in the Falls is S R S C R E A. I don't know. So yours is the ripoff, probably. Yeah, I think I've done the one in Niagara Falls that's uh, oh, yeah. called Screamers. Is that the one that's in like the pitch ass fucking dark? Yeah, yeah, we did that down uh, the hill years ago. Yeah, down on the hill. Uh, but this one, they they moved it out to Vaughn in a parking lot of the IKEA in Vaughn, basically, uh, so they had more room to sort of space things out because of COVID. But it's it's a kind of it's it's a interesting setup it's all of the houses are done in like tractor trailers and they like stack like three or four of them like next to each other and have like just made doorways in between them okay fair enough. so you're just like walking from one to the next and they've, and they've got them like decorated and stuff and, and got people jumping at it and stuff like they it's clear that like they're the same ones that they just do from like year to year to year. And there's seven different ones. And so they're all like smaller, but there's a bunch of them, but like, it was pretty fun. Like there, there was one that was like Christmas themed that had like a fucking like redneck Krampus that jumped out. Yeah. There was one that was that I don't know how they have not been sued for. That was called slasher museum that had like one scene that was like Chucky one that was, Halloween, one that was a Nightmare on Elm Street, like all that, all the like big classic horror franchises and shit like that. And I have no idea how they're getting away with that because they're profiting off of those IPs. And they actually had some really good, like big fucking animatronics out in like under a big tent in sort of the middle of this whole, like it was almost set up like a kind of like carnival midway kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, so they had like a huge, like fucking like, I don't know, must have been like 12 foot tall. Uh, Pennywise in his like spider form, like with the the like half spider form, like the spider legs coming out of the back and like the mandible like jaw face kind of thing. And he was holding up Georgie with like one arm missing and shit. And, oh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like yeah. a gif. There's a famous gif of that thing like floating around, like from like a oh, Vegas yeah. show floor or something like that, or like yeah, a Tokyo so, show floor or something. I can't remember anymore. Yeah, so they had that and like a maybe a half dozen other like little photo op-y kind of things. Or actually like some of them were pretty well done. So yeah, it was fun. It was like twenty-five bucks and like to you know, like seven different haunted houses and then you know, whatever else kind of thing for twenty-five bucks wasn't bad. So yeah, it's just fun, fun pre-Halloween activities. Nice. Cool. I haven't done any of that kind of shit yet. I'm actually debating what's when's Halloween? Sunday? Yeah, I gotta get yeah. candy still. Dear Lord. Anyway, um, I've been playing. I start so I actually picked up Guardians of the Galaxy for PC. That oh, the yeah. game that came out. It's not bad. It's actually kind of fun. Like early better that than, day, better than Avengers. Oh yeah, definitely better than Avengers. I actually played a little bit of Avengers too this week because it's it's on Game Pass right now. So I'm it's kind of well, just because it was available, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I wanted to try it, and then I started getting reviews for Guardians that it, people were like, oh, it's actually pretty good. And I was like, oh, okay. And I'm not as hung up about like off brand like character models and stuff. Kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, like that doesn't bother me as much because I kinda look at the like they look more like the guardi- the comic book guardians, basically. So I'm yeah. like, ah, eh, I'm I can kind of I can squint my eyes and I'm fine with this and play along or whatever. But I was like, this is actually it's not terrible. So it gets like a little thumbs up from me. I was very surprised that like I got like a surprise Marvel game that I was really not looking forward to at all. Cause like we were kind of like, we, I think we maligned it like last week where I was like, yeah. Oh, if that guardians game comes out soon, I guess like <laughs> that's happening. But the reviews hit and it was like eights and nines. And I was like, Oh, 
that's interesting. So I got a deal. Like I got it for not 80 bucks. Like I, I got it for 60 bucks and I was like, I'll fucking grab that for PC. It's going to look real pretty on my 3090. So whatever. And I started playing it. I was like, what, what the actual fuck? This game doesn't suck. That's <laughs> well, that's awesome. So yeah, bonus guardians of the galaxy uh, came this year, guys. That was, that's actually nice. pretty good. So if you're, you see it on sale on PlayStation or Marvel games, a good couple of years, I guess, because Miles Morales. Miles came out at uh, the end of last year with the PlayStation 5. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's like Avengers came out before that. So they've been, they're on a streak now, I guess. They weren't before because Avengers, Avengers is, Avengers will probably be fine if you didn't have all the, the pay to win kind of like grindy shit in it. Um, Like the online component, like the whatever, like the always on version yeah. of it like that that was gone avengers would probably be okay because like the gameplay itself in the single player is not it's pretty generic but it's not horrendous so you know like you could probably tweak it to make it pretty pretty fun but eh. <laughs> guardians actually like feels like a team-based fighter like you only play a star lord but you can bring your the other team members in to help you in combat and like do stuff mm-hmm. so it's, it's like it's kind of like playing it's like one of the later arkham games where you get to like tag team with nightwing which you haven't played either so there is that not- no. Yeah, there's a couple of them at the, like towards the end, like in City and in Night, where there's fights where like you can fight with Catwoman or fight with Nightwing, and you get to yeah, kind I've of, only, like, direct them. So I've only played Spider-Man so far, where you tag team with Mary Jane, and she oh, just crawls yeah. around the fucking yeah. ground and like fucking knocks toolboxes over and shit. Or Miles Miles Morales, where he just climbs over shit. <laughs> yeah, well, so you get to do a little bit more like Morales. of the of the like. You'll get to kind of see like what the I think the Spider-Man guys are planning for the tag teaming of Miles and Peter yeah. in the next game at the beginning of Miles Morales when you start playing that. But then it becomes another like just kind of him on his own wow. story. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. I was just like I said, Guardians came out and I was not expecting anything of it. And it turned out to be like quite good. Like I was I spent my birthday money on it, basically. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> and like, yeah, there you go. I got a I got a decent Marvel game out of it. I also got uh, Deathloop uh, cheap this week, which was not like a Marvel game or anything like that. But it's just another game that came out recently. It's the same guys who made the Dishonored franchise last gen. And it's pretty good, too, actually. Like it's got that going back in time or like you keep looping back and like to get perfect kill streaks and like get rid of a certain group of guys kind of thing. And you loop through it back and over and over again. It's interesting. I got. I've only played like an hour of that. I'm like ten hours into Guardians, and I'm kind of like. Yeah, I heard a bit about so. that. It sounds like an interesting mechanic. Yeah. No. It'll be. It'll be fun when I actually get a chance to sit down to it. I'll probably talk about it more like next week if I get a chance to sit down and finish it. Because I grabbed up. Actually, there was a, a big sale this week. A bunch of my wish list stuff popped this week. So I was like, well, whatever. I'm buying Steam games. <laughs> I'm always buying Steam games now. There's always something coming on sale. I got. The last thing I'll talk about is I finally caved and got because I got Cyberpunk 2077 for 20 bucks for PC, like on mm. Steam. And I was like, you know what? Just to like run my graphics card through the Thrasher, basically, <laughs> I'll grab it and like play it. It is fucking pretty. I will give them one thing. I don't know how it plays. I haven't done much with it. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous looking game when you have a RTX 3090 pushing the graphics on it. So. I mean, if you could, if you're in that strata of a graphics card, which like not many people are, I guess, because you still can't fucking find them. Okay, well, if you can't, can't find the regular ones, the '90s like a Titan class card. Like these things are fucking work, like workstation cards. So like, not many people are buying them for gaming on. But if you can afford it, you know what I mean. It's like Ferris Bueller again. I keep referencing Ferris Bueller tonight. Like 
if you can drive one, I do recommend it. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you could play Cyberpunk on a 3090 with a 9900K, sure. But, like, not everybody needs a workstation for their day-to-day kind of thing. So, it's true. There you go. Anyway, it's me to the episode time. Oh, chunky, chunky black, <laughs> nasty meat. You're participating in the sting, Mark. Only What's because funny? it's Evil Dead, Only Tim. Evil Dead. Meat of the episode possessed hand meat yeah man so just to shine the spooky season on for an extra week and because i had no fucking ideas for this episode decided to do evil dead 2 because we we did evil dead last year and we said we'd come back and do evil dead 2 at some nebulous point in the future well that's today we are talking about (laughs) evil dead 2 this is so this is the 19 i think it's 1987 sequel to 1981's or nineteen eighty. Oh, fuck me. The original no, 1981. Right? Yeah, it was the original. Was the original. Yeah. yeah. So this is the 1987 sequel, quote unquote, <laughs> sequel. Quote unquote sequel. Yeah. To uh, 1981's The Evil Dead. Bruce Campbell returns as Ash Williams, still directed by Sam Raimi. Uh, he's, he brings his girlfriend. He's bringing his girlfriend to a cabin, guys. And shenanigans yeah, exactly. are going to happen. He's, he's still supposed to be like a high school student, even though like Bruce Campbell's like 30 in this. He's like 37 and like <laughs> father four, some shit like that. Anyway, Tim, before we get started, do you want to like, there's like no plot to talk about, really. Like, what do you even <laughs> talk about? Do you want to walk us through Evil Dead 2? Yeah, so so the the first thing that I wrote was the plot is basically... Chaos, schlock, chin, gore, stop motion, blood, more gore, time travel. Lots of chin. You, you missed Lots you missed chin. you missed the chin. He the chin's <laughs> in there so chin. much. Yeah. He's so much chin. <laughs> so Evil Dead 2 starts basically totally fresh. Uh does not really reference the events of the first movie in any way, shape, or form. Even though it is basically exactly the same events that are hap- that happened in the first movie. So Well, yeah. kind of. Yeah. There's less people at the start, but like yeah. they get there eventually. It, it starts with a retelling of the Necronomicon Ex Mortis's history. Then we're back to like I said, Ash and his girlfriend Linda, just there's no other couple this time. Uh, heading to that fateful cabin in the woods. Basically, like the events of the first movie did not even happen, except Bruce Campbell is clearly like in his late 20s now, even though he's still supposed to be like in high school. But you just fucking go with it because who cares? Ash is now apparently a piano virtuoso, which is new. Uh, uh, yep. to- yeah, totally a, believable. He's a very talented man, uh, Ash Williams. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Just super talented. While his girlfriend sort of does like a little ballet dance uh, in the background. Uh, then we find out they're just totally 100% trespassing at this cabin, which used to belong, or I guess kind of still does belong to this occult researcher, professor, and his wife. And then Ash finds a recording on like an old-fashioned tape recorder from the professor about some castle they visited, which they never tell us where it is. It's just somewhere that will be very important later on. Not this movie, but next movie. Yeah, absolutely. Next movie. So, but that's where they found the next uh, the Necronomicon, and the recording like recites some passages that awakens the deadites. Uh, they still don't call, well. They don't call them deadites for most nope. of this movie, uh, but that's that, at the end. Yeah, but like they bring it in at the end, and that's like the canon name for them later in the series. So I'm just gonna fucking call them deadites. Yeah, we get more of like those signature arrow shots that they had in the first movie, where like the deadites or spirits or whatever like come towards the cabin, then. Oh, shit. I skipped some shit here. Oh, yeah. Then uh, one of the Deadites, like, possesses Linda 
Ash's girlfriend and he ends up having to kill her after she does like some creepy dancing after I should say he, he cuts off the head of his possessed girlfriend with a shovel. And I would like to point out here, this is no more than five minutes into this movie. Yep. And he has decapitated his girlfriend with a shovel. Yeah. Yeah. This movie starts hard. So, <laughs> and it's funny because when you're watching it now, like you've seen it 14 times and you're just like, Oh good. We've started. It's begun. <laughs> All the preambles out of the way that like the the exactly. the, 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 the hours and hours of real fucking crazy shit, arduous fucking plot exposition horse shit that they do. No, no, no. Five minutes in, girls yeah. got no head. We are at the fu- we are at the races. It's time to go. <laughs> yeah, this movie just starts off with a fucking bang. So I love it. I love it. Another deadite attacks Ash, knocking him back like about approximately ten miles through the forest. It looks like. Yeah, uh, and he's fine. Time, like, yeah, he's fine. Well, because he gets possessed at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, you've got Bruce just fucking hamming it up hard as he's getting, as as Ash is getting possessed. I mean, like, Bruce has given himself full on, like, permission to play Bugs Bunny in this movie. Yeah, All, you know what I mean? Like, he's like a cartoon character now. So he's having a blast. Yeah. Oh, I did I miss? I think I missed the part where uh, Ash puts his girlfriend's head in the fucking vice. Oh, the vice. Wow. Well, yeah, isn't that? No, that's that's that later, later, isn't it? No, it's later because he buries her at some point. Also, I think when he comes back from getting flung away, he buries her. It doesn't no, really matter. No, it particularly. Doesn't. It doesn't. So uh, then anyways, the, the sun comes out and like suppresses the, the deadite that went into Ash or drives it out of him. I, We're not really it, sure. Whatever. Well, I mean, it goes it, away. It ends up in his hand eventually, but like that's the next night. Yeah, because that's like one night. Because like he goes back and he finds it the fucking the. Oh my god, my brain. The Necronomica. No, the bridge is out, right? Yeah, like the first night he goes back. Yeah, yeah. So, so well, he this is when he goes back to the cabin, and then the cabin starts like talking to Ash and saying joints yeah. and shit. And he's like, fuck this. Then he gets in the this yeah. cruiser and then the bridge is out. So he can't get away. Yeah. And then the sun goes out. The sun goes behind a cloud and or sets or something. Time is real fucky in this movie. Uh, oh, yeah. And a deadite starts chasing Ash, Ash again. But again, it's like the arrow shots. Like we don't we never see the deadites unless they're possessing something. Pretty yeah, much. this is the long, long tracking shot, right? Where like Bruce goes th- all the way around the house, through the house, around yeah, the house, and, under and then the, the house, deadite like, goes yeah. through the entire cabin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that shot. That shot's dope. Yeah, and then starts chasing Ash. Ash drives away from it in the Vista Cruiser again. Yeah, and now sometime now somehow it's night again because evil, I guess. I mean, yeah, <laughs> chases him back to the cabin again, then into the fucking walls of the house in a very impressive long shot overall. Okay, this is the one like, I was talking about. Yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah. Where, like they go yeah, all through yeah. like every every like corner of the house. Yeah, where someone must have like literally been running behind them through like tight spaces with a full camera setup kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, ultimately Ash retreats and hides in the cellar. Then we cut to Annie at the airport, who is this professor, Professor Noby, Professor Noby's daughter, and his uh, her like fucking straight up himbo boyfriend. Yeah, uh, coming back from an exhibition uh, where they found some other pages from the Necronomicon, and now they're headed to the cabin to go see the professor. That's right. He's definitely like what Paul would refer to as her sex idiot or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yep. One. His name is Jake, but he's yeah, just one hundred percent himbo. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> 
oh this is this this is where i got fucking shit mixed up because oh no ashes at the cabin being sad that he had to kill his girlfriend her decomposed body comes out of its grave reconnects with its head and starts dancing in one of the creepiest fucking scenes ever yeah where like her heads and body are moving independently of each other that's when he he wrestles with linda's possessed head for a while and just some outstanding slapstick bruce campbell just amazing yeah it bites his hand and then ultimately this is where he sticks the head into a vice so he can get his hand back her body then attacks him with a chainsaw which That's right. he, he goes not- to grab the chainsaw and like it's gone and then the body comes running at him yeah, <laughs> yeah. which in one of those like and they do, they do all those forced perspective shots right like cuz you're basically attached to the the dummy as it runs towards you at first yeah 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 with exactly. the camera which is awesome so yeah there's a bunch of those in here yeah there's a bunch of dope like shots seeing, in here seeing the attacks from the the point of view of the the possessed whatever, the victim kind of or whatever or monster. yeah then her body yeah so her body attacks him with the chainsaw uh, which he promptly knocks back into the neck hole and yeah. like it flails around for a while just spurting blood everywhere all over right in his ash, mouth all over right in his all mouth. over the light bulb in like a very texas chainsaw massacre kind of shot yeah then the the deadite does like the their little sort of sneaky manipulation trick and it turns back into unpossessed linda but it's still a disembodied head but so ash is ultimately like yeah i don't fucking trust this shit and he chainsaws his girlfriend's own head blood fucking everywhere again ash goes into the cabin and after all of this, understandably, starts 100% fucking losing it, fighting with his own reflection, and then just, again, Bruce Bruce is just fucking hamming it up like crazy. Oh, yeah, he's all over the, the place time. in this. He's so great. This is when he realizes that his hand is possessed because Linda, or Deadite Linda, uh, bit it, and then just more outstanding, like, slapstick shtick with it, you know, like, trying to attack him while he's holding it back and shit like that. Uh, then we cut back to this fucking yuppie couple, uh, Annie and Jake, who are trying to get to the cabin, but then they encounter the, the fucked up bridge from the other side and are like trying to get over there. Uh, but then they, there are some local yokels just hanging around. This is Billy Joe and oh no, sorry, is Jake Bobby the, Joe and Jake? I think. Oh yeah, Jake. Jake is the hick dude. Yeah, Wait, what, it's what Ed. The, the research oh, partner Ed. is Ed. Yeah. Oh, he's another professor. Yeah, right. That dude's yeah. definitely a fucking professor. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is Jake and yeah. Jake and, and Bobby Joe. Bobby Joe spitting her like tobacco and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and Bobby Joe and Jake are like, yeah, we know another way to get to the cabin. And they take him for some reason. We never like I, I would have just said, fuck you. I'm, why would I do that? And then we go back to Ash in the cabin. He's fighting with his hand throwing himself just all over the place, smashing himself with plates and bottles and shit like that. Just it's just the best work. Yeah. Just like Campbell, just like doing the Lord's work really. Yeah. In those scenes. 100%. So Ash uh, stakes his hand to the floor, his possessed hand to the floor, and then cuts it off with the fucking chainsaw, puts it under a bucket with a copy of farewell to arms on top to hold it down. Just perfect. Sam Raimi. Yeah, just right on the nose, which is exactly what this movie needs. Yeah, <laughs> everything about this movie is just brilliant. I love every yeah. second of it. So, but then while Ash is attending to his bloody stump, you know, wrapping it up in in some gauze and duct tape, the possessed hand escapes into the walls, and Ash does a little uh, target practice sequence with the hand that the hand that can somehow talk, even though it doesn't have a mouth, because 
evil again, I guess. It can do a yeah. lot of things that it shouldn't be able to do. Uh, <laughs> this is true. It's very mobile uh, for a hand, like a separate <laughs> hand. So true. It's it's cousin, it's cousin. Yes. Or no, thing. Thing's cousin. Thing. Yeah, thing. thing. Yeah. Cousin, it's yeah. the hairy one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cousin, it's the hairy one. Then he thinks that he killed the possessed hand by like blasting a massive hole in the wall and he looks into it. But instead of, because like he sees some blood coming out from the wall, but then like just blood and other fluids just start erupting out of this hole in the wall, just drenching ash. And at this point, I'm like, yeah, that stump is definitely going to be getting infected. Yeah, he's got sepsis is setting in already. (laughs) Yeah, he needs to go get a shot. You know what I mean? Like at this point. So yeah, he's gonna have some problems with that stump. Yeah, whatever shot you get that that project protects you against like uh you know demonic demonic black bile. Yeah. I mean in this universe there's so much of it, they must have something (laughs) at this point. (laughs) Then various objects around the house start becoming animated and start laughing at Ash. And Ash again is just 100% fucking lost at this point and starts like laughing back at them and like dancing back at them and shit like that. And yeah, again, just, just more excellent work, more fantastic shtick. That's when Annie and the crew arrive at the cabin through this like secret path or whatever that the Hicks showed them. Honestly, I, Annie's name should probably be fucking like bunny or some shit, but we're just going to leave that alone. Yep. They figure Ash is crazy. And to be fair, he does fucking shoot at them. So they lock him in the cellar. But it turns out that that is where the professor's wife, who's Annie's mom, is buried, uh, Henrietta, because she got possessed when the professor said the lines uh, from the, the or the, read the pages from the Necronomicon that summoned the Deadites. And they all fight the old lady Henrietta Deadite, which is Ted Raimi in a costume. And uh, ultimately get her locked in the cellar. Uh, Henrietta does, or Deadite Henrietta turns back to her old self and like tries to get Annie to let her out of the basement, but they don't fall for it. Uh, And then this is when uh, Annie's himbo boyfriend, Ed, gets possessed by the Deadites. And then he tries to free Deadite Henrietta. And then Ash just fucking wrecks him with an axe. There's green goop just flying fucking everywhere. Nasty so good <laughs> uh yeah it's, it's the these the deadites are like the the worst gushers ever they're like the worst mystery mystery gushers ever because you never know what color like juice is going to come out of yeah them. they're real goopy and it's nasty and it's always a different color like yeah it doesn't like it's just so gross all the time <laughs> so yeah then more weird shit starts happening because not enough weird shit has happened already. No. The the trail that everyone used to get to the cabin disappears. The clock stop. There's like a bunch of those like really neat effects of the deadites like moving around the house where it's all like shot from their POV or like sound cues. And you can see the characters like looking this way or that to because they kind of have some sense of where it is. Yeah. You never really can tell like if they can see it or they just sense it or whatever, which is part of the interesting mystery that i like about the the deadites they start looking around the house for whatever they figure it can like kind of feel is in there with them and this is when a spectral vision of professor nobi appears to them from beyond the veil and tells them that their salvation is in the the necronomicon pages that annie brought back from her exhibition this is where ash's possessed hand reappears because they just forgot about that which is probably is is a problem they're not good they're, they're going to make again yes <laughs> 
it is uh, it's holding Bobby Joe's hand. Uh, right. But That's Bobby right. Joe yeah. thinks that, okay. that it's Jake holding her hand and she's freaked the fuck out and she pieces the fuck out into the forest. And of course she gets grabbed by demonic trees and vines that start like getting like under her skin and shit like that. So at least this time the tree rape is only implied, not yes. graphically shown. Wow. We'll get to the remake where it's, you know, shown graphically again. Yeah. So like they really like that scenario for some reason. Yeah. Uh, but then that's that's it for Bobby Joe. She's gone. We never fucking yeah, see her yeah, again. She's gone. Just... Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Bobby Joe. Annie and Ash study the pages for a bit, and they sort of figure out how to banish the deadites. But Jake, Bobby Joe's boyfriend, it for- then forces them to go out looking for Bobby Joe by holding them at gunpoint. Uh, as soon as they're outside the house, Ash promptly gets repossessed because I guess the house is protecting him somehow. I don't fucking know. Doesn't make any sense. sense. None of it yeah. makes sense. It doesn't matter. <laughs> And then Deadite Ash attacks Jake and like throws him into a fucking tree. And then he comes from Annie, but then he hesitates for some reason and storms off into the woods. Uh, Then Annie like is in the house and hears something at the door and she grabs this weird spine knife thing that I guess is also like a Deadite relic or some shit. And thinking that it's Deadite Ash at the door, she ends up stabbing Jake instead. So now Jake's got this fucking like fucking two foot long knife just sticking out of his chest uh then ash comes back and this time he does try to break in they end up keeping him out and he drags jake back into the living room but forgets that deadite henrietta is in the fucking cellar so he puts her puts jake down like right beside the fucking cellar door and of course deadite henrietta like opens the cellar door like just enough because she's chained in and because again they 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 can never figure out, I guess, how to fucking like close it tightly enough that somebody can't like open it enough to get an entire human body through the crack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like immediately when it is convenient for the deadite to be strong enough to just break through the fucking door, they will eventually just break through <laughs> yeah. that door. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. I think it happened in the first one. I think it happens in this one. It happens in the remake. It just happens in all of them. Yeah. The chain means nothing. The goggles, they do nothing. They do nothing. Yeah. Uh, so Henrietta grabs him, pulls him into the, pull, grabs Jake, pulls him into the cellar, and then like way more like wet, red, watery blood than is like physically, physically possible. possible to hold in a human body comes spraying out of the cellar, and then just mis- mysteriously disappears in the next scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and all this time, like Annie's like trying to stop Jake from getting pulled into the cellar, but yeah, bye, Jake. He's done. Ash gets into the house and uh, sorry, Deadite Ash gets into the yeah. house and attacks Annie, but then he sees Linda's necklace on the floor and he has this whole like, I remember who I am, schlocky yeah. moment. And then, which like drives the Deadite out of him. Uh, but Annie doesn't believe him because why the fuck would she? Because she's already seen these things like turn back into human form and try to fuck with her and shit. And she goes after him with an axe and he's like, no, 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 I'm actually good. Ash eventually does convince her that he is not possessed anymore. And they decide that they need to go get the Necronomicon pages, which I missed. I must've missed this part. How do they end up in the cellar? That's a good question. I don't know. Cause last I saw them, they were like on well, the desk like, or whatever. So with Annie's, I'm looking at the Wikipedia read through and it says he's Linda's necklace with Annie's help. Ash modifies the chainsaw and attaches it to the stump. Uh, and yeah, that, find- that's all after this. They go and because, find the those. Yeah. So the pages are in the cellar. So. Yeah, they're in the cellar. But yeah, so so after they figure Ash out, kills they need to go get the pages. yeah, after they figure out they need to go get the pages, they have like the 
super fucking epic scene where they level up Ash with the chainsaw in the hand and the yeah sawed off shotgun and the groovy. And then he goes down to the cellar and gets the pages very uneventfully, which you know is not going to last. So he tosses the pages up to Annie. But then, of course, this was way too easy. And then Henrietta attacks him and then heads upstairs after Annie, who started reading the pages to banish the deadites back into a portal. Deadite Henrietta, like, transforms and glows, like, long, creepy neck thing. And, like, her face becomes more monstrous and shit. And she starts saying, like, I swallow your soul, I swallow your soul, over and over again. And then Ash fights, like, three different models of this version of Henrietta. Like, there's a stop-motion one, there's one that's, like, a puppet, and there's, like, one other. And Annie sings a lullaby that her mom used to sing her and, like, the most cliched bullshit in this whole fucking movie. And it distracts her long enough for Ash to totally dismember Deadite monster Henrietta with the chainsaw and then stomp on her disembodied head. But of course, that's not the end because Annie hasn't finished reading the Necronomicon pages yet. So the trees start to attack the house now, like the demon possessed trees, along with like some big slimy creature with many sharp teeth that like shoves its head through the door, which I guess is referred to in the credits as rotten apple head. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's, I guess, the name of that thing, although they never actually say it. That thing scares Ash so much that he pulls a Heather Langkamp from fucking Nightmare on Elm Street and the big shock of his fucking hair turns white. And, of course, his fucking hand reappears at this point because they keep fucking forgetting about it. And then it stabs Annie in the back with the spine knife thing while the slimy tree monster rotten apple head thing grabs Ash and, like, starts, like, pulling it towards his mouth. And Ash stabs the fucking thing in the eye with the chainsaw. And this time it's blue slime that spews out of it. <laughs> yeah. Just every color. Because we haven't had blue yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's I think that was the it's reason, the too. I, I'm pretty sure that's the reason, too. Because when they were at the end, they were like, what color should it be? Because they were like, we had, what color have we not had yet? And they're like, blue. Like, all right, blue. Yeah. Go nuts. <laughs> they, bought nuts. A, they bought, like, you know, a, a jug of each color of yeah, like sure. food coloring. And we're sure, like, we haven't used the blue. We still have the blue one left over. So let's just use that here. Yeah. Blue's here. Blue's for this one. <laughs> so Annie finishes reciting the lines, like just as she dies from being stabbed, which opens a portal to somewhere. We don't know where yet the portal sucks in the evil spirit as well as the Vista cruiser. And ultimately it sucks well, ash. In. Vista cruisers from the 70s show. It's an Oldsmobile Delta 88. Oh, the Delta. Yeah, it's a Delta 88. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Sucks the car in along with him. Yeah. Then we get the lowest budget version of the Star Child sequence from 2001 A Space Odyssey. And then Ash in the Vista Cruiser. Sorry, the the Delta. What's It's Delta something they end up calling. Delta 88. Delta 88. Delta 88. Yeah. The the Delta. uh, It's an Oldsmobile. It's an Oldsmobile Delta. Delta 88. I don't know why. That car is in every single one of his movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, when they did at the uh, Ash versus Evil Dead house at uh, Halloween Horror Nights, they had the uh, the Delta Cruiser like outside the house, like with a big like a uh, big sort of, you know, tableau kind of thing with it. It was pretty fun. Cool. And it, there was like fire and shit shooting out of it. Or was I? Yeah. So they get dumped into medieval times with a bunch of knights in armor around them. Then they think he's a deadite because he fell out of the fucking sky and they're yeah. about to kill him when a real deadite shows up like flying through the sky. And then they, this is where they actually like the knights actually do call it a fucking deadite. So one in like 90% of a movie later, we actually know what these things are called. Yeah. (laughs) 
And uh, Ash blasts the Deadite with the boomstick, and then they start to worship him as a hero sent from above. And Ash is very much not happy when he realizes that he's stuck in the past and roll credits. Yeah. And we will get to, to that sequel at some indiscriminate <laughs> point in the future. Maybe next year. Probably next year. This uh, That was Evil Dead 2. So, yeah, that's my shit. I love that fucking movie. I probably watch it annually. So let's start with uh, a little history. When's the first time you saw this thing? This is one of the ones that I know I've talked about my buddy Adam that was like the guy that got me into horror. And this yeah. was one of the this was one of the series that he got me into. So I think like on like some weekend or probably all on like the same night, we sat down and watched all three of the first Evil Dead movies because he had like I think he had them all on like uh, on DVD. So it would have been like I would have been like 15, 16, something like that, like grade 10 ish. Yeah. yeah, I feel like this 11. is something I saw in high school. But like I, I'm not sure exactly. By the time I worked was working at the theater, which was high school, I'd have seen this movie. So, so I remember talking about it with those guys and stuff. So, but yeah. I have no actually no specific memory of seeing it for the first time. I've seen it so many times though, like a million times. I remember one time going to see it with Eric at that little theater near oh, Manchester. Yeah, sure. Like that, little, yeah. that little two screener or whatever it was there that played. Yeah, that's like, the one I lived like, right around the corner from. Uh, yeah, when I yeah when I was out of residence. In it was playing one night when I was up there visiting that like during first or second year. And we were like, I was like, dude, let's go see evil dead at the midnight screening. Cause like fucking why yeah, not? They do a lot of that stuff. They do a lot of yeah. those like uh, sort of, you know, culty art house kind of uh, movies screening. So like I saw, yeah, so we saw, we saw it there and I would almost like, I'd love to be able to say that was the first time I saw it, but that's not fucking humanly possible. <laughs> I'm sure I saw it at some point in the nineties. So yeah. Cause like everybody saw it at some point in the nineties. Yeah. But yeah, no, I love, I love these fucking movies. Um, I think we talked about it last year. Also when we did the first one where it was just like, yeah, these are like, this is like my home base horror nonsense mm-hmm. franchise. I love Bruce Campbell it tracks. I love nonsense. I love Sam Raimi and his schlocky schlocky aesthetic, especially <laughs> in these movies. Like just like the, the low budge, like, Everything's just basically like held together with not as low budget as the as the first movie. No, like the first one's super low budget. Yeah, this is a little bit better, but there you can still see the seams in this one pretty clearly. Like it's not as evidently like oh, like there's the tape as you can in the first one kind of thing. But like this one's still pretty like oh yeah, I can see where everything is stuck to the wall with tape after we flooded it like (laughs) two days after we flooded the set, and then we realized we had to come back and do reshoots on it. And so everything's colored this weird yellow, but it's supposed to be earlier in the movie. Oh yeah, it's a mess. The movie's glorious because it's a mess like that, though. Yeah. <laughs> but this one, this one actually had a little more money behind it. Like, yeah, Dino De Laurentiis fucking like put up the money for this one after seeing the first one and was like, yeah, I want to make another one of those, but like, I want to give you some actual money to do it this time. Does it actually? Do you know how much they gave him for it? Uh, three point five million. Is that what it actually million. says? Really? Yeah. They actually spent three and a half million on this. I guess that makes sense because the original they spent like what, like five grand or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Like under a hundred thousand, I think. Yeah, that's. If uh, I remember right. Three hundred seventy-five thousand is the budget oh, on the okay. first one. Yeah. So. So, so this is like, yeah, like 10 times as much budget as the first one. I just, I think it's so funny to me that people like consider like there's all this controversy around these movies. Cause like to me, they're just like, it's schlock cartoon now. Like yeah. I don't find none of this is scary to me anymore or ever was probably. I don't know if it ever was, which is, I guess that's a question. That's like, did you ever actually find these movies scary? Cause I don't. Oh no, these are just, these are just fun. Like this evil dead and this movie in particularly is like the pinnacle of B horror for me kind of thing. Right. And yeah, B horror yeah. is not about like scares. It's about like just fucking schlock and gore yeah. and 
usually tits. This one doesn't have tits, but that kind yeah. of thing. So yeah, this is just this is just fun. They get just Evil Dead, this one especially, and all three of these together know exactly what they are, and they just fucking go for it hard. And this is like the one where we also get to like, because like the last movie we get to kind of talk about how much we lo- we love Bruce Campbell, but it's very like proto Ash in the first one. This yeah. is like, this is the fucking performance everybody wants to talk about when they talk about yeah, like exactly. Bruce Ash Campbell Ketchum. and Ash. Like, yeah, exactly. Ash, no, Ash, Ash Williams. Williams. Ash Williams. Ash Williams. What is it, what's wrong with you on. tonight? You got you got don't take you got. You got the seventy show car in for the, the Delta eighty eight, and you got, <laughs> got Pokemon. You got trainer. fucking Pokemon. And how the <laughs> fuck do you get? Do you get Pokemon? You're not Paul. Paul's the one whose brain is half a place with a Pokedex at this point. The only game, the only Pokemon game I play is fucking Pokemon Go, and he's not even in that game. I was gonna say you've never even played a game that he's in. I don't think so. No, like I haven't. No, Ash Williams is the character's yes, name. Ash Williams. Jesus Christ, Tim, you're <laughs> killing our cred, man. Ash, catch him. It's yeah. Friday night, and I've had a long week, listeners, and I'm sleep deprived. Hey, I am high as a kite right now, and I'm still getting it right. You know, that rhymed. We're done. <laughs> the episode's over. <laughs> like, well, done. it's been a nice, nice week, folks. Well, I mean, honestly, like, I, I, I was trying to take notes for this, and I was like, "What the fuck do you say about this movie?" Nothing. Because, it's like, fucking it a really just mess for itself. Yeah. Like, if like, you haven't seen Evil Dead 2, first of all, it's not streaming anywhere, which was really fucking irritating this week. So I will say, I, I did have to hunt down a version of this, and there is a remastered HD version of this out there mm-hmm. that, that actually looks fantastic. Like, they did a solid job on their restoration and, like, upsampling it to, to 1080. So if you are going to watch it again, I recommend you try to find that rather than digging out your old, like, shitty, like, VHS transfer or whatever. Because, like... Well, there's a 4K. There's a 4K dump of it now. I got it. Yeah, okay. I got it. I watched it in 4K because I got it last year. It came out last year in 4K, and I actually bought the disc, which is pretty rare for me. But, like, Evil Dead's one of those movies, like Ghostbusters, that I'll, like, actually buy the disc every time kind of thing. Even though, at this point, Evil Dead 2, like, I don't think you're ever going to get any more, like, quality out of those prints. You know what I mean? Like after yeah. HD, I don't think there was much more they were going to be able to ring it's out true. of that. They're not pulling out that much more after that. Uh, so was, like at 4K, it... I was like, this feels like diminishing returns, but I'm buying it anyway, just like because I am, you know. So whatever. was it Evil Dead One or Evil Dead Two, or was it like a box set that contained the two that came in like that rubber Necronomicon like collector's edition? Legit, uh, there are versions of one and two that both come in different like polystyrene versions of. The oh, Necronomicon. Okay. I have a version of Evil Dead, of the Evil Dead, of the first Evil Dead that comes in the in the book, and then I know I think Eric had one of Evil Dead Two that came in the book, but it was very mm. similar. But it had like a wood panel or something like that, like frame around it. Versus the book I have is a little bit more plain. I fuck you can have it if you want. It's around here somewhere. I gotta <laughs> fucking find it out of a box. It's just whatever. Yeah, but uh, I had to because I had to pull the copy I watched last year when I watched it. Yeah which is the 4k one that I bought on Amazon. Good times. But yeah, I, I mean, it's just, it's more of what made the first movie great, but it does also up the production value and also the schlock. Like it's, yeah. it's got, it does have that, that De Laurentiis money behind it this time, but they still do like a lot of the same sorts of effect shots. Like it's just, they're done with a higher budget. So they're executed better. I really like, I love the, the, the arrow shot. Like those arrow shots yeah. are all just they're like so fantastic. Nice. Like they work so well. Uh, even, even now, like that shot works really well. Yeah. When you watch it back, like when I'm watching this movie, like I love those shots. Like that's my favorite part of the movie. 
Yeah, and the here they shot. just, you know, they're expanding them, right? Like they they still have like the same style of ones they had last yeah. time, but now they're just doing them more intricately because they've probably like now they're probably not just fucking like holding a camera between on a like that's like hammered to a fucking two by four or with like yeah. one person, you know, they probably got like a proper fucking like steady cam rig or yeah. something like that and are doing it that way this time. So, you know, they can move through tighter spaces with it and shit like that, which makes those even better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but then they're also doing the same like shit that we talked about last time, which is super easy, like in camera tricks or like editing tricks and stuff like that. But they're effective, like playing things in reverse so that they look like eerie and like they're like, you know, there's like smoke sucking back up into the forest and shit like that. Like that, you know, obviously, you know how they do that shit, but it's still effective. Yeah. Like even the scene where like the, the room is flooding, it's clearly just like everything's been flipped upside down. Like they flipped the room like Nightmare on Elm Street style and just done it that yeah. way. And then, but like, it doesn't matter because they flip the scene back together and you're, you're fine. It, it works. Right. Yeah. So it, it still has that same general feeling and I'll, I'll say charm of the first one. Well, I mean, that's like, just, just that's what it is. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's what it is. Right. It's just the, like that charm. Like you could do this movie the same way, but with different people and it wouldn't, it would, it would be an, a way worse watch. You know what I mean? It would be well, way they did that with the fucking remake. <laughs> well, and that's yeah, true. Like that. That's what I mean. That one is. Have you? We're gonna have to do that one, or like we we'll just talk about it. Like, have you seen that? You've seen oh, yeah, it, I saw obviously. The yeah. Like, what did you think about that? Because like, it it left like it just felt like another like generic horror movie to me. Like, yeah, it didn't have like the the you know the great all the things that I love you know about the Evil Dead franchise in general. To me, it felt like there was that period, which I guess that was kind of the last one, where they were doing the reboots of all the big like eighties horror franchises, and they did right. Nightmare and Nightmare. And they did Nightmare, Nightmare and, and Street with uh, Hart. Uh, what's his name? Dude from Watchmen, Jackie Earl Haley. Jackie Earl Haley, that's right. That's the one. Harley, I was saying Harley Haley. Close enough. Jackie Earl Haley. Uh, yeah, so they did that one. And then there was the, the Friday the 13th reboot that for some reason had Jensen, or not Jensen Ackles. Not the co- yeah, that were not the Carpenter ones. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm talking about no, Friday the, Ro- the 13th. Those were the Rob Zombie ones. Oh, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th yeah, yeah. reboot had uh, Jared Padalecki in it. Yeah. And it was just like a reboot of the original one, but it had Jason in it for some dumb reason. And then, yeah, there was the Halloween. There's like, obviously, the now we're, we're, to, we're in the second fucking Halloween reboot now at this point, kind of. We're into a soft reboot of the original. still fucking Carpenter barely he does the soundtrack for the new stuff i think they feel more carpentry than the oh yeah i mean the the first one did specifically like the 2018 one the new one have you watched halloween kills yet no not yet yeah heard with that but yeah they were doing like all the reboots that felt like yeah they all felt like this these humorless takes on them you know what i mean like these franchises that had kind of come up in the 80s and were not necessarily like straight horror franchises even at well maybe at the beginning like Halloween definitely was at the beginning, and so was Friday. Uh, see, yeah, well, I mean, Halloween is the one that that stayed yeah. straightest throughout the whole series. Like, it, there it had a couple entries that were a little more goofy. I mean, but, Friday the Thirteenth, yeah, like, that went fucking straight camp real fast. Like, he was taking over Manhattan at one point, yeah. so like we were like down the camp path pretty quick on Friday the Thirteenth, and then I watched. All yeah, and then like Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, like we've talked about Freddy. It, like Freddy's a ham, especially from like yeah. episode two on. Basically, right? Like he goes full. Well, it's funny too because we're talking about how you know Ash doesn't really hit his stride until this movie. Like all of those, like so many of those icons don't hit their stride yeah. in the first movie, right? Like Nightmare, he doesn't. He's not really Freddy until the second movie. 
fucking Jason Voorhees is not the villain in fucking Friday. And he doesn't even get the mask till like the fourth or fifth movie. Is it third? Third. That is a third or fourth. Third, I think it's, it is. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not the second. It's, it's at least. Yeah. But like, I mean, Michael Myers comes out fully formed and that's about it really. Cause Freddie's way more sinister in the first one. Not as jokey as like, he becomes a game show host by third movie, especially. So yeah. Yeah, and then like worried. these like and this and like, like yeah again evil dead was the same way like the first one's pretty straightforward horror like it's still got some schlock to it ash has a little bit of goofiness but like he's nowhere near like well you know, yeah we'll just fucking like, yeah this he, like i said he's playing fucking bugs bunny in this one you know what i mean like it's horror bugs bunny in this like yeah. he's having a blast doing the cartoon stuff but uh and that's kind of where all these franchises went and then that reboot kind of comes back around and they all do the super earnest reboot right like yeah like trying to make it a serious take on it yeah. kind of thing like the dark gritty remake like the, of, the batman yeah. begins version of nightmare on elm street friday the 13th <laughs> halloween or even like evil dead and i like uh, I like the lead in that movie because uh, Jane Levy, she was in that uh, sub- fuck, what was it, Suburbia or sub- something? Oh, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Uh, Shameless? She wasn't Shameless also, wasn't shameless, yeah. The TV show, yeah. What else was she in? She was in one of the uh, episodes of the Twin sub- Week. Uh, oh, I was trying to, it's like a play on it's like a portmanteau word and I couldn't remember what it was Suburgatory she was good in that yeah. like I liked her in that and I didn't like hate her in that movie it's just the movie has it's just it's this movie with none of the charm but with all the yeah like there's no edited. fun to it whatsoever <laughs> it's just like yes they're all going to be violently murdered by demons she's going to be violently tree raped by demons and then credits are going to roll yeah exactly and she's like a you know trauma fucking survivor well, she's like, a heroin almost, addict it's uh, she's going through yeah she's she's yeah she's going through yeah. withdrawal they all take her out to the fucking cabin to do to, an intervention uh, yeah, to, yeah. Uh, to, to do like her her fucking detox mm-hmm. basically yeah that movie was uh no fun and then ash shows up at the end in the after credit scene of that he's in the stinger i think of that one either way yeah i just watched the second and third one honestly like do you like see, i don't even go back to the original that often i just watched two and three yeah i was gonna like you don't have to like it's because there's i mean this movie's such an anomaly because it is basically a reboot but you know this is really where they get the formula and the style pinned down that ends up becoming the hallmarks of the franchise yeah. overall so you don't look for fucking any continuity here with the first movie no. whatsoever because you will not find it even less so than you will get with most horror franchises oh, yeah. so yeah like well even to the point where in this movie on its own Ash just magically but gets becomes clean a bunch of times in this movie. Like when he's like like covered in gore and shit, and then he's like, oh, now he's just got like these few like. Well, there's a couple shots at the end of the movie where like he has two hands again too. You know what I mean? Like he's full on using both hands (laughs) and shit. It's just like they kind of try to cut around it, but it doesn't. It's not very effective. Yeah, this movie, like I mean, three hundred seventy five thousand dollars is a lot more money than they made the. Or sorry, that's what they made the first movie for, isn't it? That's that's what I said. Yeah. Three and, three and a half million, million is more money, but it's not that much more money, you know, when it comes to making a movie. Like, this movies still cost a lot of money to make. So, especially considering the cast in this is like twice as large as the cast yeah. in the first. And like, there's <laughs> so you have twice as much like weird horse shit that they're doing too, right? Like, twice as much, like, twice as many effects things that they're trying to pull off. Twice as much slime. Yeah, and well, yeah, exactly. And all right. that shit, too. <laughs> like and those, those creatures don't come cheap. You got to pay somebody to design those creatures. So. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that was the bulk. Oh, of the I, fucking, I would imagine you know, it was like the, the stop motion yeah. and the the big like uh, live action creatures. But I do like. Yeah. I want to shout out that first stop motion sequence with oh the girlfriend with Linda's, with Linda's body. body. I love that. Yeah. I don't know why. That's one of those like 
it's done really well and super super unsettling yeah it's so it's so creepy to look at i love it i don't know like it's one of the it's one of the most things that like uh when people ask me why i love this movie i'm like because there's like there like that thing right there is like everything tim burton ever wanted to fucking accomplish in film <laughs> raby did in one fucking seat is basically what that shot is there is there is a lot of tim burton like Oh, he owes his entire career to this fucking movie. (laughs) Like, there's no Tim Burton if this movie didn't happen. Like, you could almost not as whimsical as Tim Burton, but like, no, but I mean, a bunch of stuff from here, and yeah, but just like being able to play that with like the gore and like the subversiveness of this, like, like that is a hundred percent his that like his aesthetic doesn't. It owes so much to Sam Raimi and the Evil Dead movies. Like, there's no way he gets off the ground doing that weird kind of like off-putting set design and stuff that he did. In those, especially in like like in Beetlejuice and shit, it's not getting away with Beetlejuice if Sam Raimi doesn't do Evil Dead first. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it just doesn't happen, probably, or not the same way. It's more Disneyfied. He got away with some so, gross shit <laughs> because of these yeah. movies. But either so way, you you cite that that Linda like Linda's corpse dancing scene. Like for me, if somebody asked me like what the best parts of this movie is, oh the hand like, also. It's, well, it's it's the entire collection. It's basically any time that it's like ash on his own or just yeah. like ash with a deadite kind of yeah. thing like it's ash fighting deadite linda then fighting his own hand yeah and then the whole like gearing up with the chainsaw and then the the boomstick and everything like all of that is just when you just have bruce campbell like front and center like that's that's it that, i've never understood how nobody has further weaponized bruce campbell's <laughs> ability to just like hold my attention on his own just by doing horse shit and making faces. You know what I mean? Because like he does it for three movies in these. Didn't they try that with Bubba Hotep? I liked that movie. That movie was good. I like I don't, I don't remember it. It I, I have no memory whatsoever. I just know that it exists and that I watched it at some point. Oh yeah, I was high as a kite when I saw it last time. But I liked I like Bubba Hotep. See, I like I was like he always shows up and stuff. You ever watch Burn Notice? He was like a support character in the show called Burn Notice. No, yeah, I I, I remember Burn Notice. It yeah. was like what TNT or something like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I never watched any. I literally movies. just started watching it because he was in it, and I was like, oh, I'll watch like Bruce Campbell. Cause he was in all those weird like uh 90s fox shows like yeah uh, we, t- we we had this talk last time last like, time was, yeah he had like that jack of all trade show which was a spinoff from the the hercules and xena yeah. Yeah. stuff and yeah yeah and then there's that the, there's the western show or something like that and i watch all that shit because i love him he's so fucking entertaining there's a rumor he's in spider-man 3 again you know what i mean like they brought it back to do another <laughs> cameo the, uh, the announcer or whatever the well he was the, the well, apparently, in the there's all this these rumors going around about what was going to be in Spider-Man Four, and he was going to be Mysterio, apparently in Spider-Man Four. Oh yeah, I saw that. Like he was going to be Quentin Beck yeah. in Spider-Man Four, but like he was the he's the ring announcer in the first one. I can't remember the second one. I think he's like an MC at. Yeah, that's right. He's the waiter or whatever at the restaurant, and then he in the third one, he's watching the door. He's the doorman okay. at the theater or something like that. Maybe I've got these flipped. Because Sam Raimi just cannot not, not have Bruce put, Campbell. Like Bruce yeah. Campbell and his brother Ted. In well, it's, yeah. Movie. And Ted Raimi's also, he's J. Jonah Jameson's much beleaguered assistant in those movies, right? He's, oh, right. In, the, he's in the Daily Bugle. Uh, yeah. with the, and that's Elizabeth, not Shu. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a famous Elizabeth who is. Oh, I don't remember. She, that was in. Pays Betty Brandt. Our plays oh, Betty Brandt. I don't remember. It's Elizabeth. God damn it. 
<laughs> 30 <laughs> Rock. The internet. I know. 30 Rock. Elizabeth. Elizabeth Banks. There it is. Oh, my God. Okay. It's Elizabeth oh, Banks. Right. The one that I always confuse the Razor McAdams because they're two beautiful blonde women that look almost identical in my brain. They don't they're actually. Supporting but roles in comic book movies. Yeah. Also, they're like, they're also that. So I don't know what I was talking about anymore. We can we can finish this. What are we at? What else do you <laughs> want to talk about when it comes to Evil Dead? Uh, I just love this else? movie so much. Yeah, because it's it is like that's the whole point, right? Like this this movie. The only thing, the best part of these movies, and like it's the same in the sequel. Also, the best part of these movies are just fucking Bruce Campbell doing shtick. Like if yeah. Bruce Campbell's not on screen doing shtick, he should be on screen doing shtick. So just get back to him doing like they literally cut away from him, so you don't get sick of him doing shtick. <laughs> And they go to annoying characters that you hate so that you're like, can we go back to him doing shtick? I want to go back to, yeah, to the other two. <laughs> yeah, and then like they do, and you're like, thank God, because now he's going to try <laughs> to kill his hand, and that's probably going to be entertaining. And it is. It's very entertaining when he tries to kill his hand. So yeah. oh, it's fantastic. And it takes the whole rest of the movie for him to do it. He gets there eventually. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. the All the fucking monster designs are great. Oh, yeah. Not one of them. Like They're all done super well. Like the And the, the Deadite makeup and everything that they do is super distinctive and always sticks in my mind like the way that they do it with like the whited out eyes and like the really pronounced like eye sockets and everything and like they fucking like buff out the cheekbones yeah. and shit like that and 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 make the chins bigger and everything like it's just exaggerated features kind of thing it totally it's works like a big joke on bruce campbell's appearance <laughs> yeah, exactly but yeah, no, I like I, and I, I like the fact that like the it's like the second movie and they've already kind of codified that like the makeup effects stay very similar throughout the rest of like this movie and movie three and then like and then into Ash versus Evil into Dead Ash versus Evil Dead especially yeah um, and like most comic book artists that do like Evil Dead stuff will try and like hit that look like that's the iconic look right It'd be like drawing Batman without drawing Batman kind I wonder of thing, if they so. did that like those prosthetics for the stage show too i would hope so i would imagine you would try and like at least hit that look right like yeah. if you're doing evil dead you got to hit the the aesthetic of evil dead you can't just fucking go your own way like this yeah. is an established thing right so i mean i guess you could but why would you it's so like iconic play with it yeah exactly and and just and i like i love the way that they play with like the and i said this during the the plot synopsis was like i love the way that they show the deadites presence as well it's just so unique and interesting that they're even though this is a franchise that like fucking shows you everything there's one thing that they refuse to show you and it's like what the deadites look like if they look like anything if you can see them at all when they're not possessing something or someone kind of yeah. thing you know, all, you only ever see like their POV with those arrow shots or you hear them, you know, you hear sounds that sort of imply that they're around kind of thing. So uh, it keeps it keeps a bit of mystery. And that kind of extends even to the show, too. Right. Like they. Uh, yeah, there's I think there's maybe well, they, they they do start showing a couple of demons, but they make a big fucking deal about it. Yeah. In the show, when you actually finally do get get to start seeing some of the the demons that are coming across from the other side kind of thing. But even those, I don't think those are like, you know, sort of your run run of the mill deadites. I feel like those were like the higher tier, like yeah, devils and demons and shit like that from whatever the other dimension that they're coming from is. I've only ever watched that show once, like the whole way through. I should watch it again at some point. It was solid and just yeah, just a fucking ride. Oh, I was always like a ton of fun. I like I enjoy yeah. I like I enjoy anything that has to do with this franchise. Usually, like I'll even like this is the kind of thing where I'll even like because they're usually one offs. I'll even buy the comics and stuff like that. Like when they do, yeah, it's just a mini series or something. Yeah, that'd be like, three issues or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I'll grab that for whatever ten bucks or what yeah. have you. Grab the trade or something afterwards. 
I mean, the actors all kind of do what they need to do, like besides Campbell, who's like the fucking centerpiece. Like, yeah, none of them are great, but they all get the job done. I mean, most of them are pretty like B, like they're definitely B level actors, like just yeah. barely scraping above porn acting levels here. But like pretty it much. is. Yeah, like they they do what they got to do. So, yeah, like Sarah Barry, who plays Annie, she makes like a she makes a pretty good scream queen. Sure. She has a couple of good, like, you know, scream moments and stuff like that. I was like, okay, I buy that. That's that's good enough for B-Horror. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, everybody was serviceable for what they were doing, especially for, like, an 80s horror movie. Like, you wouldn't, I wouldn't have, like, had any of these people misplaced in any of the other franchises of the day either. You know what I mean? Like, if I, if they popped up in Nightmare on Elm Street, I would have been like, yeah, all right. They're about the same acting level as anybody in those movies also. I think I'm yeah. aligned the acting level of the first <laughs> Nightmare also. Yeah. Johnny Depp notwithstanding or whatever. I did notice like a marked improvement in the sound in this one compared to the first one for sure. And that, I oh think, yeah, you know, good sound always adds a lot to a movie. That's, this is the one that they've done a lot to post also, you know what I mean? Like when they do remixes and stuff. Cause like, obviously it wasn't, yeah. it was like mono or like when maybe stereo sound, but when they've split it out into like 5.1 or whatever, they've, they've taken the time to like kind of tweak it every time yeah like that kind of that thing, scene so. where they're that like all the characters are following around the deadites like with their heads and like stuff and yeah. you can hear the sounds going from like one side corner of the room to, to corner. the other and yeah. everything yeah exactly like behind you to the front of you kind of thing and they yeah they did a really good job of that which you're right was probably done in the remaster later on but yeah it's, uh, it's effective yeah and it actually had like a, a little bit of score this time like there's yeah. a limited score at the beginning and then like a, a little, little bit, bit of towards music. the end like and then like and so yeah that's that works and it, it's like you know it's it's schlocky fucking like campy like orchestra music kind of thing which works with especially when we get an army of the dead fucking works army of darkness you mean Arm, fuck army of the darkness god damn it my brain doesn't work this week guys we're going. For, we're doing the short episode. I'm gonna. I'm pulling the shoot. Are you done? <laughs> if I have other things, if I have to correct him's malapropisms anymore, I feel like I'm in an episode of The Sopranos where I'm just like, wait, what are you trying to say right now, Tim? Because I'm not actually understanding what's coming out of your mouth. It's okay, uh, man. We're all allowed to have an off week. Yeah, I did. Uh, we're we're, uh, we're at 275 in a row for me. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? We're, so, gonna have a, we're all, always going to have a rough one here and there. Yeah, uh, th- I did find it interesting. This is like the third week in a row that we're talking about a movie that has like a non-standard, like an unusual structure to it. Oh, yeah. There's hardly any fucking structure to this movie. But then like Dune, we talked about last week, doesn't really follow like your standard movie structure. Does not. Doesn't either. So, no. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's we're doing all like, these movies that don't have like, you know, the act one, act two, act three thing. I, that's what the reviews of our movie for next week are also kind of saying. From oh, yeah. What I was reading this today. So well, hmm. it might just be a month of like, we can't get three fucking acts out of these goddamn movies. What are we doing here? <laughs> kind of shit. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like I. I could sit here and talk about these movies all night if you put it in front of me and just like let me watch it again. Basically, was like, could we do a commentary track on it? And I'll just talk about it over top of it <laughs> as it's like happening because like I love all of it and like we talked about the plot and all that shit as much of a plot as there is. And like I don't, we yeah. don't know anything when this is over. Like why is he in, in the past? What happened? Yeah. Happened to the Necronomicon? Like what's going on? Like what? We don't know anything, but guess what? But the dead hasn't come from the past, and now they've been sent back to the past, or what? Yeah, we have no fucking idea. Yeah, it makes no sense whatsoever. It's all some kind of time loop, we'll find out, but <laughs> it doesn't really make sense even then. So, shrug. Yeah. 
that's basically Evil Dead too. But uh, <laughs> I guess before we get out, we should like ask like so what what keeps you coming back to this? Like what are you, like your final thoughts? Why are you here? Why are we talking about Evil Dead two? Why did we talk about the first one? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you said, it's just the pinnacle of B horror. Like it's it's ridiculous, fucking gory fun. It's probably the single like best performance Bruce Campbell has ever done. I would say. Oh, this is Bruce Campbell's absolute masterclass. Yeah, this is like Bruce Campbell 101. If somebody's like, why Bruce Campbell? I'm like, just Evil Dead 2. You don't need to watch anything else. Army of Darkness doesn't hurt. It does not hurt to watch part three (laughs) because he's also spectacularly self-centered and a huge douche in that. And I love him for it. But like, this is where it's like codifies everything that I love about Bruce Campbell is in this movie. So, yeah, I mean, the only bad things I have to say about this, this movie are like, there's some truly terrible like ADR and dubbing in it because of yeah. course there is like, yeah. and there are some like uh, here and there, there are some like really low quality effects still with even with having them having like a budget that was that much higher, like, you know, some really bad compositing of like a fucking stop motion figure on a live action scene or something like that, that yeah, they'll, I mean, they'll take you out of it, but honestly you're probably not that like engrossed this isn't like a movie that sucks you into the world kind of thing, right? No, like this no, is a, no, no. This is a movie where you're sitting there and like knowing I'm watching a movie. This is fun kind of thing. It's not like I'm I'm becoming super immersed in this world or anything like that. So yeah, you know, having something here and there that that takes you out of it isn't isn't the end of the world. No, not at all. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like this is just one of those movies that like I don't know. Like it's so much fun. Like, it's just a ride you get to take. It's almost more like that. It's not even like a movie. It's more like just an experience you have. Like, once a year, I sit down and I have Evil Dead 2. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I live through Evil Dead 2 once a year around Halloween time because it's spooky and gross. And it makes me yeah. feel like Halloween time, spooky and gross. <laughs> and I, I I come back to it every year because, yeah, fucking Bruce Campbell. This is like the or example of Bruce Campbell being a schlocky yeah. douche. And I love him. I've loved Bruce Campbell since I saw this movie for the first time because he's just... I love Ash Williams. It's just the most ridiculous character. But no, Mark, I up. think you mean Ash Ketchum. I absolutely do not. <laughs> and I think you should get your head checked for Alzheimer's at this point because that's uh, made quite a couple of you of those little flops tonight. So starting to worry about your brain integrity. My brain integrity, we know, is gone. I'm Who smoking a ton of weed. I don't know. I smoke too much weed to be worried about brain integrity. So I don't know. Uh, it's geek cred time. Let's let's finish this up. Wait, are we going to rate? You want to rate Dead? and review Evil Dead? Are you going to bother to give this anything except for the 11 out of 10 that it deserves as a masterpiece of cinema? Because that's my review of it right there. This may be the greatest movie that's ever been made. 11 out of 10. <laughs> like nine and a half out of 10. There's enough like, like, fucking seams here that i can't give it a perfect score but it is just an amazing example of a fucking b-horror movie it's the highest score i would ever give to a, a movie in this tier for sure 275 episodes and we're done that was the end of this <laughs> podcast i cannot abide by tim being in my presence anymore after giving people <laughs> that such a piss poor review a 95 percent <laughs> terrible all right buddy what's uh geek cred what do you want to geek cred for this week my geek cred for this week is another horror movie that i haven't watched in a few years but i keep like meaning to come back to it because it's one of those ones that has had a lot of staying power and it's just a one-off trick-or-treat from 2007 i'm Did sure I, I, I may have but i don't know who's in it 
it's so it's it's another anthology horror, but like oh, then definitely no, totally anthology because it's it's like four different storylines that like each has their own vignette, but like they all intertwine with each other a little bit. Like they all, it's all like a bunch of things that are happening, uh, a bunch of spooky shit that's happening in the same town on Halloween night, kind of thing. Okay. Anna Paquin's in it though. Who else? There are like a bunch of like actors in it where you're like, oh, I know that guy from whatever kind of thing. Brian Cox, who you'll know, he's in Succession right now. Uh, Brian Cox is not like, was he not? You're talking about like the original Hannibal Lecter slash guy from X2, Brian Cox, like old man Brian Cox. Yes. Yep. 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 Super Troopers, Brian Cox. Yep. That guy. Super Troopers. Come on, man. <laughs> Canadian Tuxedo. Yeah. Those are the only ones that are like super recognizable uh oh dylan baker who is again like another guy that you would just know from, i know the name yeah yeah you've seen him and shit kind of thing leslie bibb who's been in a bunch oh of i know leslie bibb she was in the uh, she's an iron man i'm pretty sure is that not her at the beginning oh, of the yeah, banks? oh no that's christine everard never mind different okay. different attractive blonde they're both very pretty <laughs> blonde girls but but the whole like everything that ties it together is this little icon like mascot character sam who is wearing like this burlap sacky orange outfit and has like a burlap sack hat that hood like mask that has like big buttons for eyes and a stitched mouth and it's like honestly the stuff fucking super like cutest thing you've ever seen and uh spirit halloween had like a whole line like there was like a kid costume and like a grown-up like sexy costume and a grown-up not sexy costume of sam and everything he carries around this like huge pumpkin lollipop that has a bite taken out of it, which is what he uses to like fucking slash people's throats and shit. So it's just like super adorable, spooky, like weird combination Halloween stuff. It really for me is one of those things that just encapsulates the spirit of Halloween overall. And Sam, the little icon guy is like Halloween personified. He's always like dragging around like a sack that is supposed to have his candy in it, but like he drags it around and you hear like fucking like cats like screaming in it and shit like that. And yeah, it's this little sadist. And it was made in Canada in BC and has inspired scare zones and a haunted house at Halloween Horror Nights cool. in the past as well. So it's a lot of fun. If you've never seen it, I highly recommend it. Cool. I've been similarly watching some horror stuff here and there. I'm still like kind of rewatching chunks of the X-Files, which I highly recommend everybody. If you've not seen any of the X-Files, watch a couple episodes at the very least. You need to know the X-Files a little bit. But the new Adams Family, the animated movie that came out not too long ago, I have watched I it this watch week. That. And it the, was the second one. I watched the, the second one. one. I've seen, I saw that I recommended the second one as a geek cred last time, last year, I think. Yeah. Or, or yeah. maybe the year the before. Yeah, the yeah. first one, yeah. Always on board for Adam's family. This one's just as, I thought it was just as entertaining as the second or the first one was. I have a good time whenever they do. Because I like it because it's very like, it's behooven very much to the original comic. Like it's very much harkening yeah. back to that original it's got those stuff. Character designs, right? Yeah. And I, I just like, and I like, you know, like the, the voice cast is pretty good and stuff like that. Like it's, Oscar, Oscar Isaac and uh, Charlize Theron mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm like, it's pretty good. I have a good time with those. Maybe I put those on 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 Halloween, like while we're handing out candy and shit. I was, yeah, I do. Those they, they'd be perfect handing out candy kind of movies. I always put Treehouse of Horror. I have a I have a thing. Nice. I always throw like just right like the Treehouse of Horror on shuffle in my VLC yeah. and just sit there and watch Simpsons because nobody can complain about that when they like. It's not like I'm watching 
like the exorcist when they walk up yeah, to the fucking door. The door and like there's like a fucking like woman with her titties out on the oh TV yeah like show. i'm not gonna watch like yeah you're not watching something super violent or like you know <laughs> something like with some boobs or whatever yeah exactly one of the one of the friday the 13th movies where there's like you know a skin, skinny dipping scene in every yeah, movie. Yeah, borderline an orgy scene in some of those Halloween movies in the mid '80s too. You know what I mean? It's just terrible horse shit. No, I, I mean I watched a bunch of that kind of stuff, but like X Files was has been working for me, and then uh, yeah, the Adams Family movie was good. I didn't even hate Prodigy, so like I recommend a whole bunch of stuff. The new Mastodon record's really good too. It's a nice spooky, grindy Halloween mo- album, metal album for you. I finally came out today as we're recording this, I recommended it last week, but it came out today. So I could have recommended it this week also, but <laughs> Adam's family and X files have been kind of working for me this week. So that was my most popular Inktober piece was Mulder and Scully and the fluke man. Oh, nice. This week I got like hundreds of likes on it. Just like randomly it went viral nice. on me. Must, yeah. must've gone viral. Some couple, yeah. couple people with a lot of followers read, regrammed it or whatever i got a couple re whatever you want to call it yeah regrammed it or what have you so it was it was pretty cool but yeah but i love the x-files such a good show i love jillian anderson is what i really love basically in that <laughs> show but that's neither here nor there either right all right everybody thank you for listening uh this has been episode 275 of dance robot dance if you haven't already please subscribe you can do that from any podcatching app via apple Podcasts, google podcast stitcher or spotify if you have any thoughts about anything we talked about this week please hit us up on facebook at facebook.com slash book fuck <laughs> slash book facebook.com meta.com now i was actually just gonna make a meta joke i was like i don't know i don't know what the address is when it comes to meta so i don't know how this works is it a new address how do you get to facebook in the metaverse facebook.com slash dance robot dance podcast (laughs) yeah i don't know what they're doing there they gotta not let him talk anymore also like it's it's like watching a prototype data talk it's terrifying (laughs) you know i am definitely human definitely not gonna eat your goddamn children somebody pointed out like there is uh in the background of his picture there was like what looked like one of those sweet baby ray bottles of fucking barbecue sauce on uh, the shelf yeah. behind him was, and, yeah. and somebody was like why does he and then people were making like making jokes he's like i am normal human that has normal human things on my bookcase i have book immediately got barbecue Steve Steve Buscemi, like uh, greetings, greetings, fellow young people, kind of like vibes. <laughs> when I saw that, greetings fellow humans, yeah, yeah greetings, fellow humans. I was like, oh god, dude, you're <laughs> like I know dudes like that, and it's like these are not the people you put on camera. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> exactly. These are the people that even like Tim and I get to look down on, which is just like <laughs> that's sad. You know, like that's sad. Anyway. We're mostly on Twitter these days. At least I'm mostly on Twitter these days. Uh, the podcast is at DRD underscore podcast. You can hit Tim up, DRD underscore Tim on Twitter, and I am M underscore Roulette on the tweet bot thingy. I don't know. Don't care anymore. Now you're breaking down, too. Uh, I'm real high. Uh, you can email us at dancerobotdancepodcast at gmail.com. We're talking about Evil Dead. It's not like I had to track a bunch of like logical thinking patterns or anything like that tonight. This, it was just like, this was not the Dune night. <laughs> Bruce Campbell is just fucking flailing around and cutting off his own hand in the pile of goo. Oh, all right. I think I can be a little stoned for this one. It's fine. Yeah. All you have to do is remember what color goo came out at of what fucking creature. It generally matters. It's all mixed in together by the end anyway. Either way, man, I love Evil Dead. Uh, follow me on Instagram, though. I'm almost finished Inktober. It's done. I've actually finished Inktober. The drawing is done. All the drawings are done now. Uh, it only took 28 days to get 31 drawings done. <laughs> Dear Lord. 
You beat it by three days. I did. I got ahead of the game yesterday and got finished up. That's at MM. I mean, that's happening on Twitter also, but mostly on Instagram at MT underscore Willette. Uh, that's it for us for this week. We will talk to you next week, probably about Eternals. I don't. Who knows? I'm going to go smoke we'll some see. more weed and like watch Army <laughs> of Darkness, I think. Not Army of Dead, Army of the Dead. Is that not the. That was the, yeah, that was Zack the fucking Snyder. Netflix Zack Snyder. Yeah. Movie. The Army of uh, Thieves or whatever it was, I think that just came out. The Netflix like prequel fucking thing that, that doesn't have any fucking zombies in it. I don't know. I'm just waiting. When's that red movie come out? The one with The Rock and Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds? I don't know. I don't. You know what? We should end the episode, actually. Bye. <laughs> Happy Halloween. I'm supposed to talking about some Netflix movie that I want to watch. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Take it easy, everybody. Bye. <laughs>